Hey, 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 it's us, your three <laughs> favorite hosts, Triple C and the Killer Bees, with just one more episode of hot takes on any and everything in no particular order from our clever little soapbox that we call Brevity Box, a podcast brought to you by Area 42 Studios and Sound. Brevity Box is part of the Ruminations Radio Network, one of many entertaining podcasts that together make up the roster for Ruminations Radio. All of us have been working to produce entertaining content we know you'll enjoy. You can go to www.ruminationsradionetwork.com and see what we're talking about. Of course, joining me is living gummy bear with an attitude, Brando, on my left. And on the right, it's our irreverent mercenary of love, Becky with that good hair. Mm-hmm. Let's get to the hot takes. <laughs> Let's start with needful things and the apps we use to get them. Becky, you are overworked oh, and both of you are undersexed. Amen. Is this, is this the up and downside of dating apps? I mean, does yes. anyone find real relationships in them? Because I don't know anyone that has. Uh, but do you mind found his fiance? They're getting oh. married here sometime, I, th- I think in October. Okay, that's fair. Actually, now that you mention it, my sister would be the one exception that I know personally. And it worked out really well for her. And I love my brother-in-law. But I've come to think that they're the exception that proves the rule. I mean, most of us know what people are using it for. They're hooking up. I mean, wouldn't it be easier to just have legalized pimping? I mean, I don't think it would be entirely for men, right? Right. (laughs) I'm down for the legalization of the pimping out. Legalization of pimping. That's what we need to petition for to your congressman. Contact your congressman. (laughs) You just want to hit it and forget it sometimes. That's all you want to do. Well, what's the big fucking deal with that? I mean, true, but but, but Puritan values, morals. (laughs) Jesus. My Puritan values went out the window when I was 15 in a muddy parking lot. So. (laughs) But it's kind of a sham. And I mean, me too. I, I think that's all of us, right? It's a, it's a, fucking horse shit and i think mm-hmm. that you know i mean we all it, nobody lives by that rule anymore and, and if they yeah. do good for you i mean i'm not knocking you if you have that if you're a unicorn be and, a unicorn cool good for you yeah find your other unicorn beautiful lovely and as as much as i respect the endeavor and and how hard it must have been for you to maintain that chastity uh i don't think it means shit in terms it of mean anybody being better than anybody else, or no. it means that you're impure, you're not pure. You know, it doesn't doesn't really click with what we know no. in today's world, right? Right, exactly. And so, isn't that pretense, that puritanical pretense? They seem more like restrictive obstacles, right? I mean, you go out on a date, you have to present yourself as really. Maybe some, I mean, that's what dating is a lot of times. People show up and they act like something they're not. Becky, some of your stories have the first definitely date is, proven. The first date's like right? a job interview. It's nothing more than a conversation between two lovers. Yeah. But it's not, the first date's not where you're going to get into the juicy bits and pieces of it all. It should be. Cut to the bullshit. Cut through the bullshit. Get to the point. I, I mean, I agree. I, I, don't, I don't think there's anything immoral about it. When it's just a practical conversation, right? Well, true, yeah. I just, so, want, I'm not gonna like go into my first date being like, oh yeah, I've had sex with blah 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 people. 
Because no one can believe, ask. I truly believe that is the one area in our lives that sh- we should abide by the uh, the, the old uh, don't ask, don't tell rule. Exactly. I'm experienced. That's all I'm going to say. And then I'm going to I'm going to shock and awe you with my talents in the bedroom. But can I mean, dude, as a not a young fucking person. Is that what you call your someone, tits? Shock and awe. Yeah. <laughs> well, it really I mean, is. <laughs> isn't isn't that kind of where we're at? Are you serious? I mean, yes. <laughs> I actually Wait, have a ri- I actually have a rhinestone bra that says says that on it. Are you serious? Yeah. <laughs> so that would mean left is shock and right is awe. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. They are now personalities that are part mm-hmm. of the cast. We will refer to shock and awe from now on. Becky shock and awe. Some people have a devil and angel sitting on their shoulders when making decisions in life. Becky has shock and awe talking to her. Right up front. What? What, who, I mean, was it, I don't know what comedian it was. I know that there was some comedian who made a reference about 72 virgins and about 30 or 40 in, they're going to want a pro. I always thought that was the funniest shit ever, right? Because it it does sort of seem that way uh, for me. And it's, look, right or wrong, it's kind of what I think about when I see older men dating younger women i don't really think it the same way as younger men dating older older women women. right i think i think that's somehow makes more sense to me but man i can't even imagine i don't i don't i wouldn't want anything to do with somebody who didn't feel comfortable in the bedroom you know what i mean like comfortable with themselves comfortable in what they are doing i i think i would be uh impatient (laughs) ununderstanding like forget it this is too difficult i'm over it if you're gonna do something like that though you need to go into it knowing that that is that person's first time or whatever so then you're not as disappointed as if you had like built it up to be this huge thing it also seems kind of weird, doesn't it? Especially from the man's yeah, point of view. Yeah, especially when one of them slides into your DMs talking a big game. You get her back to your place on your lunch break, and all of a sudden she's all talk. And no Gina. I'll talk no performance. You oh. know what, dude? That's that's how Did I not used live to up think. to the hype is what I should say. But that's what I used mm-hmm. to think about, like, uh, the difference between, say, uh, a cheerleader who was prim and proper and dressed really, really uh, prep like preppy or conservatively versus, you know, goth girl or, you know, hardcore punk girl in my dating experience. And I dated a lot of girls when I was dating a lot of different types of people. It was the girls who were representing themselves as hardcore that were punk and got, they were the behind closed doors. They were the most uncomfortable, the most uh, reserved. Of course, mm-hmm. it's, all whereas, a, it's all just a front. It's a facade. Whereas the cheerleader a or, or drill team or popular <laughs> girl were like un, like unbelievably the other way. It was Jekyll and Hyde, right? It was like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Like it almost made me uncomfortable a couple of times because I wasn't ready for it, right? I went into that situation expecting to have to make some moves or, or be smooth guy. And it was like, oh, nope, let's no. get we, to it. We know how to take control. I, I mean, it just, it's the contradiction is what gets me. And then you grow up and you end up in a situation where you guys were talking about it the other day, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm, I'm married. I don't think that means undersexed specifically. <laughs> I think you could be married and undersexed, but 
it's been a long time since I've been in a situation where I would even have to consider working with the apps. And from the outside, it does seem like I don't have a personal problem with there being a one-to-one discussion with anybody. I guess I don't give a shit about the medium. It could be face-to-face or over the phone or, you know, I don't mind friends with benefits mm-hmm. as long as everybody's on the same fucking page yeah, exactly. and they can handle it maturity. You know, exactly. It, I mean, do you know, the, the cliche from the world around us is that I don't think it's exclusive to women, but it always gets pinned on women. That if there is those kinds of secret rendezvous or or friends with benefits, there's always this uh, from you know from the random audience, right? The 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 people that are out in the world or that are married and consider themselves better than the singles, they act like if women do it, there's no chance they're going to fall in love. Yeah. Right. Like exactly. I mean, it's it's. No, I totally agree with you. There's always this assumption. Women are going to fall in love. They shouldn't go spreading themselves. They can't have sex without falling in love. Yeah, people that say that have never dated an older woman. (laughs) (laughs) Because, buddy, that ain't always true. Speaking of Those women are scary in the best way possible. Well, and it's it's just, it's it's always come up. I mean, I mean, it's always going to come up between people talking about it or, or just in discussion, it's always like that. Right. And I think in my experience, when I've known buddies who have gotten involved, it's the guys who fall harder. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. I mean, they become little puppies. They get 100%. pussy whipped. <laughs> totally pussy whipped. You got to yeah. get that. Problem is, you got to be enough of a man to know and then check enough with your emotions to know, Hey, we're starting to go down this path that I know we shouldn't go down. Let's uh, let's just you know nip this in the bud and call it what it is. Have a good life. That was fun. Or you can actually have the conversation because I've had it one one time where it's turned into something like it was just friends with benefits, and then he got pussy whipped, and he was like, "Well, I don't want to do this anymore without you know what is it called um, defining the relationship." And I was like. All right, cool. That's fine. We can do that. We can try that. I don't know if we're going to be happy. Let's, let's have each one of you define what you think the word pussy whipped actually means. Well, those are two <laughs> words, first of all. The <laughs> phrase. <laughs> <laughs> and we'll have Mitch bleep that name. Yeah, okay. That's fine. I don't care. They can know. Doesn't bother me. Um, yeah, I mean, look, I, I think... It depends. I think it's contextual. I mean, clearly, if anybody who's listened to enough of these episodes knows I I care about those kinds of details, it matters in the context of it, right? Like, if a guy is... Uh, I've seen too many times friends or relatives of mine get into a relationship, and from the, get, from the jump, they're dating. So there's no... Um, you know, innuendo or it isn't like there's some unspoken thing. They know they're dating and very quickly that guy is a, in the people pleaser mode and immediately they start going into that. I'll do anything she wants. Oh, I'm going to bend over backwards. I'm going to, you know, I think in, in a man, a typical guy's perspective, they think they're earning points. Yeah. You know, I'm going to get a point for this. I'm going to get a point for that. And every 20 points I get a blowjob or some shit like that. Right. Okay. So people that do it for that dumb reason, instead of because they want to, 
Yeah, yeah, I think there's a difference there. They feel compelled have to, to versus want to. Okay, have okay. to because of okay. They, yeah, they yeah. have to do that because it's what their partner wants them to do, and they won't get the pussy without doing what their partner wants them to do. So it's like a bargaining tactic. Well, it, it's like that Family Guy episode where everybody is a dog, and the and the fucking news guy is like, "That's my bush." my bush like like it's about territory for a lot of men like traditionally and i don't even think they go into like guys from like your typical cliche 20th century male we're gonna name that guy mike (laughs) and we'll just say that that guy is coveted you know he covets right he's like uh Totally. It's, it's and you picked it's like I have put my that. stamp on this, and that That's is mine now. That's my bitch, right? And so, and if she doesn't agree or uh, if she has a difference of opinion, it doesn't matter in his perspective, right? To him, you know, she belongs to him; they belong together. And then she'll <laughs> go and find somebody else, and then it's you know, it becomes a problem that. I I don't know. I think PW can go in a lot of contexts, right? PWs. PWs. We'll yeah, let's go with that. Are we are we having to censor ourselves now? No, I just think it's we're, oh, just, okay. being, we're just we're just being fun and trendy. I was yeah. like P Dub. Uh, then I need to exit this show immediately. <laughs> no, because I think pussy whipped guys that we would have called them out in the 20th century are now uh uh what were you what, what oh, are they called? Oh they're just called beta males now. Yeah. Basic ass. But no, the 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 Alpha beta isn't a real thing. Get over yourselves, assholes. <laughs> what are those guys? Incel male. Fuck Don't off. you think that incels that's that's like the, the territory of the incel male? Those are not men, and I do not consider myself with the thoughts of sub of just not of I don't people. yeah, I wouldn't put that in the pussy whipped category. I think they're An pissed. Incel. I yeah, think they're that's brain fair. damaged. All right. So we'll leave that one alone. We'll leave yeah. incels alone for this topic. We're just going to talk about because I, yeah, I don't want to get shot. All of us. I, I mean, look, as a, I don't know about all of us. Maybe I don't think Becky's ever been pussy whipped. I think you've been. What, what's the dick equivalent of I've pussy been, whipped? I've been dickmatized. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 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 Dickmatized is quality. I like that. I like that a lot. Yeah. 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 Well, yeah, I think you've told us about your uh, dickmatized candidate in the past. Yeah. Like we've heard about the ex. Yeah. I mean, I've I've been there, but I was a child. You exactly. know what I mean? Like I was and I in was high school. And, yeah. and you're lucky if you learn those lessons like in high school. So it yeah. doesn't happen in the real world. Well, so don't you think that's kind of, maybe it's a kind of a rite of passage for boys. Not for men, for boys. You have to learn that lesson the hard way. You have to learn yeah. it yourself. You've got to go I mean, forge, we, forge your own path. Well, I mean, Becky, see, tell me if this isn't your experience, right? When you were in high school and dating a guy, mm-hmm. you get interested in the guy. You're both kids, but you go, you get interested. You're you're connected at the hip, and at some point, he crosses a line of it being overwhelming, oversaturating, too much. You get sick of it. He starts being way less attractive to you because he's always up your ass. And then you try to distance yourself or break up with him and he becomes. 
Yeah, right. Exactly. <laughs> right. Perfect. Fucking and kids in the, your fancy. The way the kids are calling I can't it, keep up with this shit anymore. You're a simp. But that is it. I mean, have you had that experience where you had to dump a guy that was just way too no, into you in high school? No, because it was the opposite for me in high school. Because I was oh. so dickmatized in high school. Because that guy was <laughs> that guy was my first love. That guy was my first everything. And it was like I was up his ass because the- I didn't want, like, it's that double standard. Like, oh, I didn't want everybody to know that I was having sex. But I also didn't want to break up with him because I didn't want to have to have sex with anybody else. <laughs> well, and so it's it important like, to point out that you were in the Midwest, which is yeah. like, nah, you know, it's a little different. Yeah. Well, terms like Minnesota nice, you oh, know, yeah. where people and oh, I mean, that's all know. through the Midwest where yeah. in public and on the front, people are smiling and they're telling you it's OK. But then on the back end, cunts criticizing cutting you down, well, you know, totally you know, knocking like, everything you do. When I go back, everyone's like, I had no idea that you were having sex in high school. None whatsoever. And I was like, really? I just assume really? everybody was having sex in high school. <laughs> but wasn't that sort of the motive, right? And then yeah. the people who lived out loud were were bashed. Oh, I know. There was one girl and we had this nickname for her. It was awful because she was like loud and proud. And I wish I would have been her in high school because I probably would have had so much more of a better time than You need more Samanthas out there and less Charlottes, god damn it. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Brando yeah. with the Sex in the City reference. Very telling. Very telling. Yeah. But yeah, it just it for me it was opposite in high school. So I I was the little puppy and he knew he had me and he could do whatever he wanted. And I just let him. But so that 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 sort of duality is a protection mechanism, right? Yeah. For girls. Mm-hmm. For girls. You're in high school and you're a girl who's having uh, sex with somebody, even as a young adult. We'll say up until some for some women, it doesn't really stop, I'm sure. And it depends on where you are. But the difference between growing up somewhere where it's sort of accepted and nobody's trying to keep up pretenses you don't have any reason to hide it. Exactly. Right. But mm-hmm. here I would say in the Midwest and the South, it's, it's a stain, right? It's a, it's a yeah. crimson a, Yeah. it's like, Oh, you're, you're, and they, they'll throw that around quickly. You're there. She's a slut. Like our, our sex education shaming when I was younger was not talking to our parents. It was watching talk sex with Sue. Like that was say my, that again, Becky. I said my like whole sex education was not talking to my parents. It was watching talk sex with Sue. That is where I learned everything. And to oh, this day, I don't think like my parents and I don't have like open communication. Like it's not we just don't talk about it. Cause they're a little bit old fashioned in that way. All right, let's take a a step to the side here and ask this question. So what is, do you remember the first maybe television show or movie where you kind of became, you came online sexually, like you're sexually aware, something clicked, you knew, you put it together? I I watched soap operas when I was younger. Like when I got to, <laughs> when I got to stay home sick, my mom explains, would let me watch. This <laughs> General explains Hospital so much about the kind of man you're attracted to. And days of our lives. <laughs> Holy so shit! So it's like I knew these. Are and the then days I remember. Of our lives. I remember one night 
in junior high, somebody was like, oh, yeah, she sucked his dick. And I was like, what's that? Junior high? (laughs) Yeah. My gosh. And I was like, what's that? And they're like, you don't know what that is? You don't watch Talk Sex with Sue? And I was like, I didn't. I didn't know that existed. Okay, okay, kids, maybe not in junior high. Wait till like you're at least juniors in high school. Come on. Yeah, let's take a let's take a note <laughs> here. Okay, Christ. let's take a side step here and say yeah. this. Look, we are all adults and we 100% are not promoting for people no. who aren't adults to go out there and do these things. No, 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 no. Getting late as a kid without a car. But here's what I'm telling you. This when we were time. kids, we knew kids that were doing it oh, and yeah. we were also doing it. And I, yeah. I, it's funny to me because I'm, I've never been a particularly conservative, chaste person, chaste, whatever, how you say it. Um, but I can tell you looking back, I totally think that I was sexually active way too early. Oh, I totally Way, way was. too early. I can tell you I that. Think, Man, and I, I, I was you know good. what? I, I would right. argue George was just right. Just right. <laughs> Three, so you tried the first one, not good. Second one, too little. First, third one was perfect. Well, no, I, th- I was a sophomore, junior in high school when I started fooling around, like for realsies with girls. That was probably yeah. a more appropriate age for it than like what seventh grade. Jesus Christ. Yeah, look, Goldie fucks. I think that's got to be your new gamer tag, Goldie fucks. <laughs> yeah, I, um, I definitely was too young, and I mean, right there in that seventh or eighth grade window was, um, right there when I lost my virginity, and it was too soon. It yeah. was, it's just too, and I'll say that for any kid. Okay, I don't care who you are, what kind of experience you've had as a child. This episode's taking a fucking turn. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm not. I'm not going Literally too far. Literally, figuratively. Gonna, no, we're gonna go back. We're gonna go back to what we're talking about. But I want to make sure that anybody who's listening doesn't misunderstand where we're coming from. We're reminiscing about uh, what the realities were for us when we were growing up, and what they are now. I mean, kids are sexually active. Mm-hmm. We're not saying they should be. We're just saying they are, and yeah. that that could be very difficult emotionally and psychologically. You're just your brain is not totally cooked yet. For anybody Your brain's not wired I mean, to handle that, in that age. Isn't, isn't there even a show on Hulu now that's just basically kids in high school boning down or something? Euphoria. It's, not on Hulu, it's on, it's on about HBO. Euphoria on HBO. Yeah. No, there's, yeah. there's, <laughs> isn't there something to like the, the, the sex life of teenagers or something like that? I don't oh, no, know. That's a college I, I can see it. In, I know what you're talking about. I used to see about. it in ads. The secret, the secret life, of, the secret sex life of college girls or something like that. Oh, okay, so it is college girls. Okay, yeah. So I don't. I think that that's going to happen in college. I, I finally and, had to get YouTube Premium to get rid of that. Shit. I do think there's a lot of growth experience that comes from it. I just w- would say that any, I would categorize any of the the sexual interactions I had in high school were I was not ready for mentally well, or I, emotionally. I would go back and say I wasn't ready either. Yeah, it just it's just too I would have been a much happier kid overall had that not been part of the equation. And there's a oh, lot yeah. of you know there's a whole deep discussion about that we'll have at another time. <laughs> what we're trying to get to is that you know, when you do get to the point where you're an adult and you for example like Becky or myself who grew up in that that middle part of the country for me it was north central Texas and Louisiana. And for her, it was, you know, Chicago area, Illinois. I mean, in those areas, there was definitely, I mean, you're talking about a area of the country where you go down the highway and there's a mega church every two or three exits. Yeah. 
you know, and, and there's a, there's a whole pressure on, on those kids to hide what they're doing. And yeah, it would probably be better if you could talk to your parents or any, anybody oh, and yeah. kind of deal with it. But like shows like the euphoria show that it's just gotten more prevalent. And yeah. and that's a totally different topic. Again, we'll have to go back and cover it because it's interesting. What we're talking about is as adults with as many dating apps out there that people are just using. I mean, there are there are dating apps that that aren't even dating apps, right? They're just hookup apps. Oh yeah, right. They're, it's hundred percent. It's, it's hookup apps with a thin facade of oh, oh dating. Let's date. <laughs> well, so that's the thing. I mean, why? I don't think it's. I don't think it's the same as it used to be. I don't think anybody's really shaming anybody for being open. Now it's a, Mm-mm. it's a, it's a fucking it's asset. Normal. It's, 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 it's normal, normal. And some people are too open and they need to keep that in the closet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What is, what, what is it with these motherfuckers that just don't seem to have any shame anymore? I don't know, Brando. I don't know. <laughs> I am yeah. bad. For example, I came from a time and this is me being across generational elder millennial Zenia, whatever the fuck you want to call someone like me. I came from a point in time when it was still healthy and normal to be shameful about your nerdier hobbies. Yeah. And I carry that into my adult life as well. <laughs> I didn't have that shit. It, it, it's why I don't wear clothes that indicate any sort of hobbies I may have, no matter what they are, like but the, crap on my car. Yeah. You don't wear the Dragon Ball Z t-shirts. Oh, I'd have to kill myself. <laughs> look, I do too. Look, I do too much Japanese martial arts, Japanese sword stuff. That I just, I, I, I just, someone like me just can't watch anime. It's just like against the rules. I can't do. I can't do that. Thank God. Well, <laughs> well see, I, and look, I'm the guy who says anymore. I think animes. I think there's some anime that's good and worth watching. Oh, you know, I, I'm not promoting it to everybody. This will be my last everybody. show. Bye, guys. Yeah, there's one or two. There's one or two that actually tell a very interesting story. It's just weird that it's in Japanese cartoon form. But one I'm of them's about like stalking and and the effect of fame. One hundred percent. There's some really disturbing content out there. Oh yeah, in, in really any way, whether it's film or anime or anything. Fisherman's wife. I'm not promoting disturbing content, but I'm just a, I'm curious about any medium of presenting a story. I like stories. I like a variety of stories, like creative and original stories. And there are some really creative original stories that exist only in anime. And to kind of point that in a different direction, if you, anyone listening to this enjoys a movie like Alita Battle Angel, that's a really interesting, cool story, great action movie, you know, visual roller coaster ride, uh, big production. That is a original manga anime from the 80s and 90s that got made into a movie much later as is a lot of uh things that are made into movies now so there's some great content it's just that some people don't can't accept the medium and i i, I remember watching those things and ha- like as a 20 something and uh my one of my close close friends dad came to hang out because he was in town at the time and he's like you guys are watching cartoons still because that's all he saw right it doesn't matter what was on the screen what he saw was animation so immediately his mind went to bugs bunny you know is is like oh well that's there he's can't too be old anything to remember fritz the cat was a thing once 
Well, I'm sure that he probably felt like, oh, I'm 15 now. Time to get a mortgage. I can't watch cartoons anymore. <laughs> <laughs> like that's the age the guy was. Um, let's let's get back on track and talking about adults using the apps and that kind of thing. But we're going to get to it when we, we come back. Off topic. Yeah, we did. We veer, but you know what? It's we're, it's correlating. It's correlating, it's correlating. for sure. Yeah. I just don't want to go too far off. And we're gonna take a break, gather ourselves. We're gonna take a minute to listen to uh, something from another podcast that's on the Ruminations Radio Network. We'll be right back. Hey, kids! It's Don Shanahan from the Cinephile Hissy Fit, one of the podcasts on the Ruminations Radio Network. If you've been enjoying this show, come listen to Will Johnson and I fight it out over cinema's best and worst on Cinephile Hissy Fit. Find us and all the great shows over on RuminationsRadioNetwork.com. I can't wait for about like eighteen months of not having to think about dating. It's going to be great. It's going to be fucking great. When do you think that's going to happen? Starting now. Oh, starting now. Are you on a hiatus? Eight, you're hiatus. on a hiatus for eighteen months. I'm off the market. Aww, you're off the market. You've just well, decided off the. Well, market. okay, okay. I told my agent to stop like trying to solicit offers. Don't your agent. You have an agent. You have a sex agent, dude. I wish. Wouldn't that, wouldn't I was that like, make life easier? Listen, Hook that's actually not a bad up. idea for a job. <laughs> How the fuck could both of you not not pick up on like the sports agent bit and just run? No, no, no. I, I think I honestly think it's a great idea. Us? I think I you should it. definitely do this, Brando. You would be an amazing sex agent, like a coordinator, negotiator. I'm just gonna hand you my phone, and then you can go through the apps. For oh me. my god! If you guys do this for content, I would be so happy. Like, what's your work schedule like? Becky Fine. picks a guy. Yeah. Okay, Becky, you have to meet up with Brando. <laughs> so you'd have to meet up with Brando. You guys are going to show him the pictures of the dudes you're picking from whatever app. And then Brando's the Shut one that reaches camera. out to them as your representative. <laughs> okay, and he's like, hey, you know. This. I would love this. <laughs> I'm, I'm Becky's sex agent, Brando. And we're going to go through a little preliminary discussion. I'm I need trying you to, to sign some out- contracts. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I'm trying to try to weed out some bad candidates. Okay, we want to be sure we're going to get we're she on target for what luck. we're looking for. <laughs> Need first, middle, last, date of birth, place of birth, last four years social, please. <laughs> yeah, it's going to be like number. good morning. Please go sit right? over there while I run the ISO check on you. You're going to be like one of those guys who's giving us reports on contract talks from Patrick Mahomes or some shit. It's I ran an accurate check here, and we got to talk about some of these traffic tickets first. <laughs> I can just, just see Brando being like, well, you know, we had some discussions, you know, there's definitely some trade talks going on between Becky and a couple of different candidates, but we haven't found anything we're truly happy with. We know our value, know your value. You know, I just, I just feel like it would be really oh hilarious. God. You would sell me so well. Way. I would love this. I would just love this. <laughs> <laughs> like all the questions are going to be based off your previous dates. It'll be like, so sir, have you ever had, you to know how to change a tire? A tire? <laughs> and do you know how to change a tire? We want to make sure that in case something happens, you know, <laughs> if you meet up, you know that you're going to have to commit to actually sitting through the meal. You cannot leave in the beginning of the meal. No, no ridiculous phone calls where you have to go, you know, you can't you that for crying in Texas roadhouse. <laughs> <laughs> crying over your steak it's really good it's so good. Here, here, here's what you do here's what you do on a date like a few moments into the conversation you fake getting a phone notification pull it out and say i'm sorry this is embarrassing you put this on silent 
put it back in your pocket and then don't fucking touch it again the rest of the night. Well, I mean, a little, a little, a little display that makes her realize she's important to you. Wouldn't that be, but Becky, okay, let's take this into the real world a second, right? If you as a woman, as a single Mm -hmm. woman went to a private website and we're not, what was that website that Ashley Madison? Yeah. Ashley Madison. You go to like my uh, ass uh, off when that got hacked. That was inevitable. That was pretty funny though. Look, you go to somewhere like Ashley Madison used to be, Mm-hmm. And it's updated though, right? And it's specifically for women, and the women get an agent. Yeah. And that agent is a recruiting agent for men who are not going to sweat you too hard, are not going to fall too deeply, and you can select how much interaction you really want. Because look, this, this is only going to work in Nevada, bro. Isn't isn't this also like um, a matchmaking service, kind of like Millionaire Matchmaker on Bravo was? Yeah, but they're trying to get people hitched. You know, this would be like I said, like where we started. This would be legalized pimping. Just it's basically just I'm someone told. to set up a dick appointment. I mean, I'm corporate told. pimping. I would I mean, like my pimping calendar on a corporate level. I would like my calendar mm. full, please. Dang it. Thank you. And look, and and it would have to be negotiated like opposite gender. So there would be single men. Like Brando would have a, a female agent. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? Yes. And that female agent would not only be recruiting <sighs> and discussing the potential for the women candidates that she's out there looking for him to be seen yeah. as interested in. She would also be looking at him and going. You know, you're going to have to shave. We want to get you into a different haircut. We want to make you desirable to the, you know, this group of people you're trying to get in touch with. Right. And then for, for, for you, it would be similar, right? Like your, your agent would be there going, you know, you'd go, well, what, what should I do? Well, let's, let's take a couple inches off the hair. We're going to play with the makeup a little bit. We're going to make sure touch that, my you know, makeup. get you to your, <laughs> you, you know, if, you I, if I need self. to have a, if I need to have a queer eye one over to find a big titty goth girlfriend, I'd be, I, I'd be open-minded about the possibility. <laughs> I mean, we're talking about creating jobs here. people. <laughs> this is an excellent, I, we need to market this stat because I need my calendar full of dick appointments, please. Well, and it brings us back. Look, there's nothing. It happens all the time. There's nothing crazy or uh, particularly sinful about it, using that word on purpose. I don't think there's a big deal when two consenting adults can keep it just straightforward. And I think we all agree here that it's possible. And it, it wouldn't, would you, I think all of us have had relationships quote unquote with people that were one dimensional oh yeah yes right and we didn't come away from those hurt and desperate like when we were kids right and we didn't have that we shouldn't have been doing it in the first place but it's not like when you're young it's not like your hearts fall yeah. in so hard you're busy you know who the fuck you are you've got a limited exactly. schedule and it's just there's not enough time when you're working 40 hours a week and you got to go shopping and you got to pay your fucking bills and you need some time to rest. You're, you, I just think people gamble. They're like, oh, I like him enough. Yeah. And now he's mine. And now she's mine. And let's let's just say we're together. And now we're going to plan our wedding. And then, you know, divorce happens from people who figure shit yeah. out. Yeah. Right. A few years in, they're like, you know what? I just realized I don't like you anymore. Yeah. 
I don't like the way Funny you Funny how that happens, huh? It, listen, yeah. Really. That's why I'm on hiatus. And let me tell I'm you not. why, ladies and gentlemen. Because I, with my recent professional glow-up, uh, I have sat down with some scotch and a spreadsheet, <laughs> and I have set myself on what I'm calling the golden path for you nerds out there. Uh, because basically over the next 18 months, I'm going to sit on my ass, uh, put in some moderate austerity measures. And that way, during the next recession, which is fucking inevitable at this point, I can <laughs> capitalize on someone else's misery and get myself a most adult sales pitch I've ever heard. That's a, that's a really good idea. Mm-hmm. It is a good idea. Why well, resign the lease to this tiny apartment? Because... I mean, the rent is kind of getting up there for something this size, but fuck it. It's still cheaper than anything else I can get right now. Yeah, especially right now. I got, so there's a, I've made yeah. some quali- I'm making some quality of life improvements here because it's treat yourself February. The austerity measures begin March 1st. Like but there's it. a practicality to that, right? I mean, in your situation, you, using you as an example, you've got a roadmap to being able to make your own life better. And... I mean, look, the underside of everything you're insinuating here is that getting into a deep relationship where you'd have to spend your time and money on another person would take away from that. And there's no way you're going to convince somebody within 18 months to be a part of it. It's not like you're going to know somebody for six months and go, hey, let's combine our money and buy let's a house. Let's move in together. So, you know, right now at this point in my life, what I'd rather do on a Friday evening Go out on an awkward first Have date, or go to or go to the gym, come home and play Elden Ring. Have sex, <laughs> sex. right? Well, well, yeah, Becky, but I'm realistic about my situation at the moment. So, but am that's I. sort of what I'm getting at, right? If you were on the same path of austerity for 18 months, but you could go to the the app that we're fictitiously like pumping up here, and there was an agent there going, "Okay, here are." Four people that you match Here's with, they're also on their shared. own austerity. Oh, God. Auto-reject on all three by name alone. <laughs> <laughs> but you had a contract, right? Like, everybody involved knew what it was from the jump and the term. Yeah. Like, we're going to do this for, th- for 90 days. If you don't like it, you can just opt out. If you do like it, you can fill out the whole 90 days. And then at the end of that 90 days, you can assess... We're getting a little too emotional. I'm not comfortable. This is literally involved. 90 day fiance, Charlie. I just I just thought that in my head. I was like, this is But it's not fiance. But it's not fiance. There's never a fiance. <laughs> it's basically what you're doing is you're mashing up fuckboy island and 90 day fiance. Yeah. We can call it 90 day oh fuck toy. I like that. Now I also want to add that. Just because I'm not gonna go looking doesn't mean that if somebody wanders into my life, I'm if not. Somebody going fell on your lap. Yeah. <laughs> I, I wouldn't ignore. I wouldn't ignore the. Yeah, look, I don't think anybody would. I'm just, I'm just pointing out that it's already going on. He's like not that. like mm-hmm. actively looking, but uh, but it's but it's already somebody. happening like that. Yeah, I mean, like, look, Becky, you you are in that boat where you were turning away from dating apps, and then it gets to a point where you're fucking overworked, yep. <laughs> under sex. You're and I need to take it out own. on I need to take it out on a dick. And you want some companionship, right? No, I just want a dick. Well, that's what I meant by companionship. Just a but dick. That's what I'm saying. Just the dick. I, but I mean that at c- this point, I don't need anybody to tell me I'm pretty. I don't want to go on a date. I just want to get fucked. That's where I am. And right there's nothing 
I don't look. Can I tell you this? I think that more women, I think women and men are both similar in that sense. And I think it's only been in the last 20 years that women have actually been able to own up to that instead of pretending to be delicate little flowers. Oh, I've never you been know? a delicate little flower. But you admit that <laughs> know, that's yeah. how women carry themselves, yeah. Oh, right? Totally. Yeah. They, they put on that pretense. And I don't think that has, I think it's outdated now. I oh, think everybody totally knows outdated. better. Mm-hmm. Everybody knows better. And those kids, I think, I don't think kids are having as much sex because of their access to porn. They have seen more porn between 15 and 20 that I didn't, I had, there's just no way we could have done that. Bef- like there, you weren't looking at porn on dial up. No, maybe picture. Charlie is of an age not generation where their first exposure to titties was that fabled box. O woods you find in that book box. O porn you find in the woods. And, and, or and under your classic dad's mattress. Climax, uh, Cinemax, like Skinamax. Uh, Skinamax. Skinamax and Showtime, Red Shoe Diaries. Red Shoe Diaries. Yeah, <laughs> Lady Chatterley's Lover. Like these horrible movies. <laughs> like, like they're, they're not good. But when you're 15 and pent up, you're just excited to see boobs. Boobies. <laughs> you're just stoked. And it sucks because you're right. If you have conservative parents, you're not talking about it. Mm-hmm. And so there's a bunch of confusion that lays in there because between uh, Red Shoe Diaries and Young Ch- Young Lady Chatterley and a date to the movies with your girlfriend, there's a big giant canyon sized gap between oh, yeah. the two. Oh yeah. yeah, and you're and look as a guy and look you you got to tell me this Becky if this has happened to you, but if you're the guy who at least again back from my day. And you do have that opportunity, and you're in the bedroom, and you're. You, and we'll we'll just say this is ha- this happened even up into my twenties that you would be with a girl, and they would freak out if you were no like you knew what you wanted to do or you knew what you wanted to try, and you you know as a guy you're excited, and they're like, oh shit, like I I was expecting like what they saw in General Hospital or Days of Our Lives, right? They're expecting a romantic long kiss and, you know, missionary position. But you're like, yeah! From (laughs) behind! (laughs) And they're just like, ah! And they get uncomfortable, right? They get You're freaking people out. Have you you been on the other side of that? Have you been the aggressive girl that freaked out some... Oh, yes. ...prude guy? Where he was like, what's wrong? Every single... Well, I shouldn't say every single. A lot of my sexual partners have been like shocked because i don't i don't come just because you're comfortable yeah i'm comfortable with that but i don't come across as like like one guy told me he's like you're totally not vanilla he's like i came into this thinking you were vanilla and you are not and i am so happy <laughs> like for some odd reason i give off that vanilla vibe but i'm neapolitan baby <laughs> I'm rock and roll <laughs> with, some like pop, with some pop rocks mixed in <laughs> what's your what's your sexual agenda in an ice cream flavor tell me your sexual agenda in an ice cream flavor is a great question okay. <laughs> I'm gonna add that to our, to our question I bought a pecan baby Does this say rocky road run like hell yeah no no rocky roads in this <laughs> no you know what it's when somebody comes at you with one of those ice cream little things that were little balls whatever those things are called oh, that's when dots. you run like hell that oh, yeah. dip and dots dip and dots, uh, yeah. dots is the answer run, run. for <laughs> run your life fast. 
Yeah, no, I've oh I've God. scared plenty of men. Well, I'm not scared them, just like surprise them with what I'm willing to to try and what I like to do. Because well, I'm very I bossy. Think, look, I, I but I think that's good to own your fucking own your shit. I think that we always end up coming back to just owning. Look, I don't want to be the one in charge every time. There's nothing wrong with that. Oh yeah, and sometimes you know I, I just know. Wanna, sometimes I just want to starfish. I know. <laughs> <laughs> Let me do all the work. I know what gets me off, and I know how to get there. And if you know what gets you off, and you know how to get there, and we have that conversation, it's going to be a lot better of an experience for the both of us. That makes both of your lives you know what else? so much easier. Holy shit! Can I tell yeah. you? I think going back to Brando's reference, I think the reason that characters like Samantha are such a draw for men is the thing that men don't get told by their dads or by whoever's telling them or by, you know, classic traditional, uh, uh, aesthetics to the whole thing. Mm -hmm. You know, I don't think enough men are, have it in their heads that it's okay to be the, the beta in the bedroom. Oh yeah. From time to time. Right. Like it's okay to be even to want that. I think that you hear about that from from guys who have power, right. That they, that's been the, the ongoing, um, it's not even a rumor, right? It's like guys who have a billion dollars who tell everybody what to do. There's a bunch of those guys that are signing up for mistress, whoever to whip their ass and put exactly. them in a submissive position. Yeah, exactly. And they, and they love that. And I don't think, you know, I'm not suggesting that that's where you need to go with it. Any guy no. who's listening, but it's okay to just be that and let, let the, your partner, whoever it is, you know, roll switch, man. Let them take yes. the steering wheel. You know, kind of hoping, kind of hoping, maybe I do stumble across someone because I got this awesome mood lighting now. Also, as part of Treat Yourself February, <laughs> you said and I got to you- say, <laughs> it's it's real great having like the the Philips Hue Energize mode. I got to get you working, to mood light my house now. When I'm working during the day, but as soon as five o'clock hits the and the sun goes down, boom, oh, dystopian cyberpunk yes. nightclub with color shifting lights, baby. Hells yes. On the clapper? Shit. Yeah, pick it up to the clapper. Not in my bedroom because. No, no, no. No, no, I got the. It's not (laughs) the clapper. It's hooked up to the lights going on and off. It's hooked up to the Echo, the Amazon Echo. Oh, okay. Like, no, I. It's funny because I think one of the sexiest songs, if I were single now, one of the songs that would be on my playlist might disturb people because it's from. The show you on Netflix. What is like it? What is it? What is it? What season you? What song? I forgot the name of it, but you know that that sort of EDM, yeah, slow beat, yeah, yeah. That song that's on my so playlist. Sexy. That's on my the playlist. Song is so sexy, yeah. but you know, if you caught the wrong person, they'd be like, "Is this fucking guy gonna put that's me on, in a that's on my room? That's on my compilation called Boner Jams. That's my playlist. Yeah, I see. Yeah. Now look, I, is that on Spotify or Apple Music? Um, it's on my iPhone. Playlist because I made it myself. Okay, well, <laughs> I'll share it I with love. you. So, so I want to I want to end I want to end talking about this by repping Becky here because I think it you're a good candidate to be a representative for this group of people. You're independent, self sufficient, professional, successful. You know who you are. You know what you want, and there's nothing. There's nothing weird or odd about a grown ass adult person that's there. You know what I'm saying? 
Yes, I understand what you're saying. <laughs> and thank you. That's a big compliment for me. Well, I mean, and I, I, come, I, that I, confidence has come a long way. Well, like, and women I, with it, confidence are fond of cutting through the bullshit, and I'm a huge fan of that. Yeah. I look, it's why I feel like the 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 best thing and luckiest thing that's happened to me is that I found the right kind of person that can do that. You know, no, I you took a nice, to sweet, like innocent girl and arguably ruined her. Yeah, perfect, right? Yeah, she, I mean, <laughs> <you're> lo- <laughs> no, man, I had to look. I will say it took a lot. She was. I'll give you a good example in our relationship. There were first, those first few years, I would have to invite pushback. And that pushback was naturally there, but she had never been around guys who were interested in that, right? Like they, she had been used to guys who wanted her to play the, the damsel, you know? And so when oh, we started dating, and I, was like, and I just, I had Nobody to got time for that. That's exactly how I felt. So I would constantly be going. Like I remember one conversation where I w- I really did eye to eye, lock her down and go, "Look, I know that if I don't have someone pushing back, I will unintentionally dominate a conversation, or I will do things where I I don't realize I'm being irritating. God. I need you to call me out, and I need you to trust me not to be like have my ego bruised." You know, I grew up with uh, a single mom who was a very professional, uh, professionally accomplished, successful person and in a position of power. My sisters were both outspoken, headstrong sort of people. My, My sister, Tina, like, is literally the person that taught me how to punch. Before I ever took any martial arts, before I ever did anything, it was those were my role models. And if you have older sisters that are, five years or more older than you and you're the little brother you know what i'm talking about there was no pushover woman do you see what i'm saying there was it was just that that was and so when i got into dating my now wife that uh that was part of that discussion where i was like tell me i'm going to tell me i'm being a fucking asshole give me a chance see what i react like and she had to get used to the fact that she could call me out and that I wasn't going to be like, I wasn't going to bristle or posture up, you know, like I would definitely take her and go, yeah, you're right. I'm wrong here. Or, you know, give me a chance to show you that I'm not this one dimensional person, you know? Yeah. You're and, still a king cake thief. <laughs> yeah. I'm still stealing <laughs> the last piece of king cake. And that's what it boils down to. But no, I, I think that's the, the reason that Samantha's the modern woman and, and, uh, Carrie Bradshaw's always annoyed the fuck out of me because she sucks. I feel like that's just that. I don't know that that woman has a huge place if it's not in politics for one specific party. Like other than that, I don't know that there's a place in the world, like maybe on your church group or something like that. And good for you, but it's not, you know, that's your specific personal choice. It's not the way things should, should be. I think that's ridiculous. I actually have a funny story as to why I actually know a decent bit about sex in the city. Because kind of on again, off again, fling from my much younger years said that I kind of reminded her of her Mr. Big. And I had to watch because I didn't (laughs) know. 
I didn't know if that was a compliment or if she was taking a dig at me, and I still don't really know. It's both. <laughs> it's both. No. It's both. It's both. It's both. It's both. It's both. It's both. She was what I mean, woman is the reason why I have a thing for redheads, so <laughs> Well, look, I think we've covered it. Becky's a great representative for the modern woman being able to do the same thing men have been doing for a very long time. Hell yeah. I don't think there's anything fucking weird or wrong about it and good for you. I wish they would just legalize the pimping app and let me run it because I'm going to be a millionaire. All right. Before we before we get before we we sign off here, we have to critique the shit out of Becky's boner jam list because Jesus Christ, woman. Okay. Off the top right here, we've got not, the floor here. It's not in order, and those are not all the songs. Those are just like I, I, I understand this is this is a representation. Like <laughs> games by Chris Isaac is such an old school hey, cliche hey, classic. Hey, I hey, love it. Shut the fuck up. This is my segment. So we got everybody here wants you by Jeff Buckley. That's basic bitches. Fuck. Um, <laughs> motivation by Kelly Rowland. Got to get my mic arm here. I'm sitting up. I should make the desk stand up for this and talk from the diaphragm. You're exposing <laughs> this girl's playlist to the public, sir. That's okay. Got Ride by Chase Rice. I don't know what the fuck that is, but you already oh said mentioned Chris Isaac. Doing it, LL Cool J, a fucking classic. Yeah. That is, that's Alicia true. Keys, that's How Does It Feel by Genuine. That's great. It's not how you spell Genuine, but I don't know how he spells it. I know that's uh, not how you spell it. <laughs> I'll make... Actually, if you... You. I think if you try to spill it his way, Autocorrect would have a seizure. How is there no Prince on here? Oh, no, there is Prince. Okay, okay, okay. So there's some just Prince. Just a short example. Yeah. There was just example. a sample. So here's you could the contra- critique it. Here, here's the controversial question, though. Yeah. Is there any R. Kelly on there? Yes. <laughs> Excellent. Do you want to know which R. Kelly song is on there? Yeah, it's going to be Ignition. And, no. Uh, <laughs> no. Really? Yeah. Hold on. That's like, oh, that's I'm like the best Titty right Bar now. song of all time. It is it, <laughs> off of his it, album called Black Panties, and the song is called Cookie. Hot. <laughs> hot. 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 That's just like a sampling of my Boner Jams playlist. Okay. It's a good one. That's We're going to have to right. post that. We're going to have to put that out there. For no, no, what yeah. you have to do is you have to, whatever you use, Apple Music, Spotify, whatever your music streaming service is, you need to make that as a shareable playlist. Okay. I'll work on that. <laughs> yeah, I, I just ride, um, ride by Chase Rice though. That is, is Pony. Is Pony by Genuine on there at least? Yes. Uh huh. Okay. Good. Okay. La Pony. What about? But it's my not Mike, his version. About- it's not his version. It's a uh, Matthew Bomber's version from the Magic oh, Mike fuck soundtrack. Is that? It's from the Magic Mike soundtrack. Okay. What you about, have to uh, what about- it. from the Magic Mike soundtrack? I love what about it. my neck, my back. Yeah, that's on there. Good. There's Good. a whole bunch Good. of there's a whole bunch more. Yeah, you you need. I'm not even cracking the surface with just. You those. need to re- You need to. You need to do this so you can release boner jams to the public and do your public service. <laughs> I guys, I really am serious. You should. You should go and let Brando just reach out to some of these guys you're considering oh. to see what happens. Okay, if let you me find do. Guy, let me do my thing tomorrow, and then you can. No, 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 no. Here's 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 what we do. She's gonna set up an. She's gonna set up a profile. We'll meet for breakfast sometime after she's done with work. I'll do some swiping for her. Ooh. <laughs> You're gonna catfish some poor soul. <laughs> no, 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 no. I will. Use, no, no, no. It oh, will, I will use my best, uh, genuine best judgment. No, dude, this is the best thing. Whatever, whatever date she sets up, when the guy shows up, you're the one sitting there, and Becky's at a different table. No, because I want Becky to actually get laid. 
Oh no, but I'm just saying, he shows up and sits down and you're like, he's like, what the fuck's going on? You're like, hey, how you doing? How you doing, Mike? Uh, I want, you know, I'm Becky's representative agent, Brando. Um, I want to go over a few things, get to know you before we kind of bring Becky over to the table here. And dude's like, fuck you, bro. This is fucking weird. He's like, okay, I, you know, that's to be anticipated. But look, give me a second. Roll with me here, okay? We want to make sure everybody gets what they want out of this and want to get a good feel for who you are. Let's walk outside and take a look at your car. And if you could show me your driver's license and your insurance policy, please, and just give me about five minutes. Of Actually, the sir, whole sir, night. sir, before we even step outside, I have two questions for you. They can, it's really going to set the tone as to how this conversation is going to go. Um, number one, are you vaccinated? Yes, please. <laughs> number two, who won the 2020 presidential election? <laughs> if your answers are satisfactory, we can proceed forward to round two. <laughs> Do you own a pillow and can you tell me who made it? Because <laughs> the my pillow, that's funny. Yeah, he's like, oh, I have one of those great my pillows. Sir, would you please leave? Sorry, okay, please, please leave. Look, I'm not even I'm, I'm not even gonna I'm not even gonna ask that because nobody under like 60 owns those pieces of shit. No, they don't. <laughs> yeah, I know. But you never know, man. You never know. You never know. You never know. Oh, dude, that's that's pretty funny. Okay, so do you I know do you always back your gigantic Ford pickup truck into your parking spot at the apartment complex <sighs> and keep a black rifle coffee company hat label facing out on your dashboard for everybody to see every um, time or for why? Can I can I meet that guy at your apartment complex? Sure. <laughs> Yeah, you're right. There's going to be some questionable <laughs> check marks on this list. You're just the agent, man. You're not making every decision, okay? You're not making every single one. No, but that's like, just a vehicle. I've can I seen. give you like an eight by ten to put on that truck and be like, call for a good time? <laughs> are, you, are you a Giga Chad that drives a lifted F three fifty? Give us a call. <laughs> no, I'll give him credit. It's a one fifty. It's it's a reasonable douche bro truck. Ooh. Yeah, see, Becky's Becky's not dating some Prius driving guy. I'm I just salivating. don't see it happening. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Becky, what if what if he drove a Prius, <laughs> was ate vegan, was kind of hit, but didn't smell, but his dick game was on point. Did not care uh, about sports either. For a relationship or for just fucking relationship, for just that dig it. Oh well, we'd have to see. Okay. Yeah, it depends curious. on. <laughs> It depends on how vegan he is because yeah. I like me. Be <laughs> Becky's dweeb curious. I'm no, I mean he's curious. not gonna he's not gonna force it on you, but yeah, because you know, like, like, like a lot like of eating, times, guys like going force to eat out would be you. a pain. It already oh, is yeah, when you're dude. dating me. <laughs> Listen, instant end of date if the guy's like, I am not about dating somebody who's into a, a animal killing for their meat pleasure. <laughs> like, bah. Lips, lips that touch meat don't touch mine. Oh, sorry, buddy. <laughs> I like a cheeseburger. Take your tofu. The phrase I can't pleasure just seems really face. gross. <laughs> Goddamn. Like the like like uh <laughs> like one of the seven evil exes from <laughs> Oh, I love that movie. Scott Pilgrim when I he's like, I movie. don't consume anything that has a face. <laughs> I love that movie. You want the vegan police to show up for vegandy violations? <laughs> Gelato wasn't vegan? Milk and eggs, bitch. <laughs> Milk and eggs, bitch. <laughs> My favorite part of that movie is when they're walking away and they randomly give a high five and they're like, yeah! <laughs> the best. If you have not seen Scott Pilgrim, 
you have to see Scott Pilgrim. One of the best it's movies. a good it's 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 a good movie about a not so great guy. Yeah. Hilarious, hilarious. Man, great Which, conversation. Before we, now, go, before we go, I have a question for the both of you. And I'll start on. by giving my answer. Okay. What's your favorite movie about a piece of shit? As the protagonist, I'll go first. High Fidelity. I fucking hate John Cusack's character in that movie, but I really like that movie. Ooh. He's just kind of a... He's kind of a pussy. Shallow Hal. I have a long list. Just give us one. Just give us one. The Notebook. It's <laughs> a classic. It's like a funny answer because there's there's two ways, right? Some people find that movie incredibly romantic. I can say, I, I, I mean, I, I can also say Titanic because that door looked plenty big to me. Sure did. Mm-hmm. God, that movie upset the shit out of me. I'm gonna say any Nicholas Sparks movie. Period. Every the Nicholas Sparks fuck movie is Nicholas Sparks. Um, The Notebook. <laughs> Is Dear it obvious John. that I've been single for like six years now? <laughs> no, it's truly the most masculine answer you could give. Thank you. Yeah. Truly. Like there's own. girls out there who like you more because you don't know who Nicholas yeah. Sparks is. <laughs> and like me less because I do. Like literally, they're like, oh, something's up with that guy. Oh, shit. Hang on. Hang on. Google. Google. He's a well, writer. I know that, and a lot I know of that we originally... I know that we originally wanted to go from this topic and <laughs> transition over to talking about the Olympics, but we're going to we're going to push the Olympics discussion until the next episode because this was too meaty. This is too juicy, <laughs> pun intended, pun intended. 100%. 100%. Well, you know, Becky, I I imagine you with a giant rifle dressed like you're out for safari, like the old dude from Jumanji out there hunting for dick in the wild. Girl, I already got an appointment for tomorrow. Oh, girl. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So next episode, we're going to get the breakdown. Yeah. If it works. Hang on, hang on, hang on. Does, does homeboy know the deal? Yeah. Okay. We're in cahoots. You should do a sexual prenup like from the Chappelle show. No, trust me. We're in sexual cahoots. Oh, cool. He's only in town for the weekend. That's the name of the app, Sexual Cahoots. <laughs> I'm just saying. You go trademark that. Go trademark it before this episode releases. Patent pending. <laughs> Patent pending. Sexual Cahoots. Coming soon. And I got to trademark, trademark Boner Jams. I think that's probably out there, but you should see if it's patented. Just go take it. I can spell it a different way. If Paul Rudd doesn't own that in some way, I'll be very upset. I know. <laughs> that does seem rather fitting, right? It does seem like his face goes right with it. Pretty great. Fun. Fun discussion. Good episode. Becky, more power to you for being open about it all. I mean, seriously. Thanks. I, I, I don't think there's any craziness about it, and I hope you have a good time. Be safe. Always. Don't be crazy. Forever, Always. forever, for sure. And then, Forever. of course, you know you've got Special Agent Brando over here. Oh, I know. To to do your dirty deeds, easy. <laughs> I definitely want you guys to get together and swipe right, swipe left together, <laughs> just to see what he has to put into that. I think it'd be funny as fuck. Well, I'll let Look, him go Becky, on. Page. When I'm what if if I if I decide to jump on one of the apps prematurely just for funsies, I will totally let you write the profile and do the swiping. Oh, I know because I wrote a really good one for my Tinder. We're going to hear all about it in the next episode. You're welcome. (laughs) Thank you. All right, guys. 
Thank you, thank you, thank you for another amazing episode and discussion. Uh, for everybody who's listening and coming back, we'll be back in a week with another episode. And we hope you have a good weekend. Don't be afraid to own your shit. There's nothing wrong with any of it. Have fun. Be safe. I thought that was, was going to be something about personal thing. finance. <laughs> nah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> We're going to go into... Research your <laughs> Roth IRAs. Mortgage rates are at an all-time low. I've had no. too much to drink. I apologize. <laughs> we will see you next time on another episode of Brevity Box. We are part of the Ruminations Radio Network. You can find out more about us or the other podcasts and hosts that are part of our network at www.ruminationsradionetwork.com. We will see you next time. Thank you. See you in a week. Later, guys. Bye. Bye.